Hi, folks. This is Craig Van Slyke. Welcome to the Rational Ignorance Podcast. Hi, I'm Andrea Christel, a philosopher and outdoor enthusiast who lives in Sedona, Arizona. And I'm a business professor, author, and rancher who lives in the middle of the woods in Eris, Louisiana. We're here to help you live an excellent life, a flourishing life. Flourishing means not only living according to virtue and reason, but also living a life that includes the things that enrich our existence, such as friendship, health, creativity, pleasure, and a connection to and appreciation for the natural world. We will explore what it means to have a flourishing life. On a recent commute to school, uh, early in the a.m., I, I, le- I leave by 5.30 every morning, go through back roads about half of the trip, then get on the interstate. Um, and as I'm cruising along, I'm thinking, you know, there's no, I don't get behind anybody. It's nice. I mean, I literally didn't have to slow for another car. Went to my little convenience store, got my coffee for the morning. No wait in line there. Get back in my truck, get on the interstate, just smooth sailing the whole way. And then right as I pull into the town where my university is, there's one of those lines of trucks that you see on the interstate. So this is the last five minutes or so of a 40-minute commute. And I had to slow down from 70 miles an hour to about 60 because of all the trucks. And they were in the right-hand lane where they should have been, but that's where my exit was. So I'm having to slow down for these trucks. And I think, oh, man, you know, I've got it. I'm going to be later than I want to be by 30 seconds. Uh, and I just, you know, you know how it gets you when you get in a traffic situation like that. And then it struck me that 90% of my commute or so had been exceptionally smooth. And so there's there's this very mildly inconveniencing 10% that just set me off my good mood from the 90% of the commute that had been really smooth. And so fortunately, um, I guess my, you know, like my stoicism kicked in a little bit. I thought, well, you're just being ridiculous. You know, this is literally going to cost you 30 seconds or a minute. Uh, so just relax. But it led me to think about how we have this tendency to overfocus on and overvalue negative events. So we'll let one negative event or one negative aspect of our lives override a much larger, larger proportion of our lives that consists of positive things and positive events. And so it, it just got me thinking that maybe this is something we ought to have a little bit of a discussion about. I mean, absolutely. And, and I think really having that negative reaction is just human nature. In fact, there is a well-established principle in psychology called negativity bias. And Roy Bomeister is a pioneer in the study of negativity bias. Uh, He and his colleagues point out that good and bad are among the first concepts and words that are learned by children. Don't forget pets. Good dog, Maggie. Good dog. Okay, and less than a minute into the episode, we have Craig's first mention of animals. But, But put simply, bad is stronger than good. This is the title of Bomeister's 2001 article that reviews the evidence for negativity bias. And events that we judge as negative do have a greater impact on us than events we view as positive. 
as long as the events are of the same type. So losing $10 has a stronger effect than winning $10. And losing friends hits us harder than gaining friends. And, and we should point out that there are negative events that are just so massive and so unusual that they are going to have a big impact on your life, you know, losing a loved one, that kind of thing. And we're not talking about those sorts of events here. We're more talking about the day-to-day events. So, yeah, I mean, it does hit us harder, but that doesn't mean that we're always negative. So a large number of good events can overcome the effects of a smaller number of bad events. And although it's certainly a problem, negativity bias isn't all bad. Did you get it? You didn't get it. It's it's very early in Sedona. So, yeah, it, was that, it wasn't that good anyway. So some some people believe that negativity bias is actually an evolutionary adaptation. Uh, paying more attention to bad things may make us more likely to survive threats. You know, if you're a caveman out there who ignores some possible tasty food sources, you'll probably survive as long as you can find something else to eat. But ignore a predator once, and the caveman becomes the tasty treat. So we are kind of wired to pay more attention to these negative things. Yeah, that, that's interesting. And I, I think that that is the, is the conventional wisdom and makes sense from some logical point of view. But I, I think that there is also evidence that happier people tend to live uh, longer lives. And so um, I, I, that would be something interesting to explore about whether, you know, being having this negative outlook really does help us in, in terms of survival. But but we do tend to react more to changes than stable conditions. So when you're driving along and everything's going smoothly, everything is stable and you don't really pay attention to it. But when the situation changed due to the line of trucks, then you paid more attention. So we could summarize the situation by saying that there's a lot of evidence, both anecdotal and scientific, that supports the existence of negativity bias. We'll put links to some relevant peer-reviewed research articles in the show notes. So the question becomes, in in living our day-to-day lives, what should we do knowing that negativity bias exists? It's funny you should ask. I have been giving that some thought. Okay. Uh, do tell. So, okay, I will. <laughs> so here's what I've been thinking. It seems to me that one approach to overcoming the negative negativity bias, it seems to me that one approach to overcoming the negativity bias is to just pay attention to all of the positive things that happen. We kind of need to break out of the autopilot mode. You know, as we mentioned earlier, it's a numbers game to a certain extent. Um, we can overpower the negative with lots of positive. And so we really have to focus in on the positives. The numbers game only works if the positives are something that we pay attention to. Right. So, Craig, I think what you're talking about here is mindfulness. Yeah, I think so. Kind of. I mean, there's a lot of attention um, being given to mindfulness right now. Oh, very good. Attention, mindfulness. Yeah. Do you see that? Yeah. You see what she did there? Oh, okay. So, but we want to be careful to say what we what we mean by mindfulness. In this case, I, I think we're just talking about paying attention and bringing things to top of mind. And for simplicity's sake, we could just say paying attention. Yeah, that that sounds reasonable. That makes sense to me. So part of the trick is just to pay attention to the good things. But it sounds like it might be a little bit hard to do. It might, but we can always go back to Aristotle. Uh, I bring up animals. Andrea brings up Aristotle. I, so I tell do. me. Um, well, 
Aristotle thought that to be virtuous is all about developing good habits. And first, you do have to receive some instruction about how to focus on the positive, for example, and then you have to practice it a lot. But over time, that practice becomes a habit. And then over more time, it just becomes part of who you are. Well, let me see if I can make this a little bit more concrete. If we practice paying attention to the good things over time, it becomes a habit, and then it just kind of becomes a part of us. Yeah, that's that's the that's the idea. That's the model. And it makes more sense, perhaps, if we carry this a step further by not just paying attention to good things, but actually being grateful for them. I like that. It seems like being grateful would increase the strength of the feeling. It would make the good even stronger. And, and I think there's some evidence that gratitude increases happiness and well-being and also improves health and can improve our relationships. Absolutely. And we can talk more about gratitude in, in another episode, but let's see if we can come up with some concrete things that we can do to overcome negativity bias. These are our, our three things that, that you can do related to our topic. So, so I'll start. One simple action would be simply to keep a notebook of good things that happen. Maybe take a few minutes on a coffee break or over lunch to just write down the good things that have happened so far on any given day. You can make it a goal to write down at least 10 things. They can be simple and they don't need to be a big deal. And maybe you had a, a good coffee or you were inspired by the beauty of the natural world, whatever. And even small good things are still good things. And sometimes seemingly small things are really the best things. It um, seems like you could also repeat the process right before going to bed. So instead of watching TV or playing with your phone, take five or 10 minutes and just add to your good things journal. Seems like it might be a nice way to close the day on a positive note. Yep, ab absolutely. And and I'll add uh, just one more. So Marcus Aurelius, the last good Roman emperor, they say, said that when you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to think, to enjoy, and to love. That sounds like a pretty good way to start the day. Or to end one. Yep. And I'm so grateful that we agree. Now, that's focusing on the positive. It is indeed. Well, that's it for this episode. Uh, so get yourself a little notebook and start paying attention to the positive. Your life will be better for it. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. The Rational Ignorance podcast is sponsored by Sedona Philosophy, a completely unique tour company that uses Sedona's amazing natural environment to unlock personal growth and insight. Explore nature, culture, and history with a philosophical twist. Visit SedonaPhilosophy.com to learn more. Thanks, Craig. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit the subscribe button. Please rate, review, and tell your friends. Until next time.